Welcome back to Gale Force Winds Season 3. Gale Force Winds podcast is proudly sponsored by the Newfoundland and Labrador Construction Association. The NLCA provides unparalleled opportunities for its members through industry education, construction information, government advocacy, and networking events. The NLCA is building Newfoundland and Labrador. For more information, visit nlca.ca. Welcome to another edition of Gale Force Winds, and I got to tell you what a pleasure it is to be looking out that window at the horizon on the port of Argentia. This is a pretty magical place. There's lots of opportunity here. We've talked to so many wonderful people that are integral in what's going on in this community, and uh, I got to tell you, uh, the future is pretty bright out here. I'm Alan Dale. With me, as always, my good buddy Jerry Crew. How are you, Jerry? I'm good, and I'm going to tell a quick little story. When we were organizing this, Ray Green, phenomenal, helped me, you know, do this, do that, talk to this one, talk to that one. One person that I neglected to get back to, guess who? Chairman. The chairman of the board. Yeah. Um, and thank you, Wayne, for coming here. Uh, my apologies for not getting back to you, but uh, we are trying to make a snapshot. Very important that you be there. Uh, I would be remiss if I didn't acknowledge that. He's come here with very little notice. Yeah, and we certainly appreciate it. So, Wayne, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Well, my name is Wayne Power, and thank you. No worries for, for that. Uh, Wayne Power, and I'm the chairperson, or one of my roles is chairperson of the board directors here at the Port of Argentia. And I've been uh, in that role as chairperson now. This is my second year, but I've been a member of the board for a number of years now and had a previous term when I was uh, the mayor of Placentia back a few years back. Okay. And held a role there as well. And not only are you the chairman of the board for the port, but you're also deputy mayor now? I'm the deputy mayor of the town, yes. Yep. And I also serve as the uh, chairperson of the Placenta Chamber of Commerce. <laughs> okay, that's a lot of roles, right? So, uh, what was your background to get you involved at this high level? Well, I've always been a uh, community volunteer all my life since I was 12 years old. Uh, I run my family business here in the town. Uh, we provide uh, emergency ambulance services for the last 39 years to the area. And I come from a family of volunteers, and I guess that has created a passion to be actively involved and uh, continue to do that in this role and various other roles in the community. Yeah, he, le he left out at the beginning that he's running the ambulance service <laughs> as well. Okay, we'll throw that one in the mix. So yeah, you, you volunteer is important here. As you look at what's happening out here, through all of those lenses. I mean, because you've got a very unique perspective on things. You're looking at it through a community lens as a former mayor, now deputy mayor. You're looking at it, uh, you know, even through a healthcare lens, I would argue, with ambulance service. You're looking at it through an economic lens with the chamber and, and of course, with the port itself, what a wonderful asset here. What opportunities do you see on the horizon? Well, Argentia has always played a, a key role and a pivotal role in the economic development of this area. And I mean, I can go back to 1941. Yeah. My family was uh, uprooted, as the uh, as the story goes, from Northside Argentia back when the Americans came in 1941. Is that right? And so the Americans came here, 
because of all the strategic points that were identified as, as part of Argentia. And they still exist. They're still the strong selling points that are here. And all of those things now are coming in line with the developments that are happening in our province. And Argentia is becoming the, uh, the centerpiece for uh, development in our province right now. Unpack that uh, statement that you made, your family is uprooted. Tell me about that side of the story I've not heard. So Argentia was a thriving community back, uh, I forget, uh, back settled in the early 1900s. And uh, in 1941, uh, when the Americans were looking for a place to fight the Cold War, uh, this, the area here, Argentia, America, was identified. That's okay. We can. Uh, With what? all the hats you're wearing, we can understand someone's <laughs> trying to get a hold of you. In fact, we'll leave it there. Somebody might need to get a hold of you. I'm going to silence. <laughs> actually, somebody I, might need I, an ambulance. Actually, I have to take that call. Yeah, okay. no if problem. So, Wayne, uh, that's an interesting part of the story that you say your family was uprooted. So tell me a little bit about that. So uh, when the Americans were looking for a, a strategic point in the North Atlantic back in the, during World War II, Argentia was one of the places that was identified. And in the, as I believe what we call was the uh, Land for Destroyers Agreement, Argentia was identified and the community, Argentia and Marquis, were uprooted. The people left here and made way for the American presence that was here from 1941 to 1994. How many families were uprooted about that time, do you remember? Um, the number, the exact number escapes, yeah. escapes right now, but it was, a, it was full communities that were forced out of their land here to make way for what became an important part of uh, the defense of the North Atlantic. It was a bit rough back then, wasn't it, for those families? Oh, I yes, guaranteed. Some resentment still? Um, or is it over? I, I guess uh, with the change in generations, yeah. but uh, yeah, people always remember that they were forced out. But those good things came from sure. it as well, in that we had such good development here, yeah. good paying jobs for all those years with the American family. So your family was one of the ones uprooted, and, uh, and, and your family still stayed and thrived in this area. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Now we've heard uh, incredible things on the horizon from wind turbines, uh, the the monopoles being stored here en route to the eastern seaboard of the United States. In keeping with the wind turbines, we've heard uh, conversations around wind turbines going up to create hydrogen to be shipped offshore and then everything. And then they've got offshore uh, oil and gas exploration and supporting all of that. There's a lot of economic activity swirling around here. Putting your chamber kind of hat on. How do you see this area growing over the next five or ten years? Well, it's certainly exciting times that are happening here and all those things you just listed off are, uh, you know, the, the types of things that the port has been out trying to attract to Argentina. And now we have multiple aspects coming out at us all at the one time. And we're excited about the possibility that it's bringing here. From a community economic development piece, I mean, you have uh, infrastructure going to be de 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 developed here. The, uh, the, the projects that are coming here create employment, create spin-offs for the local community, yeah. for the businesses. Hopefully it will attract service industry, more service industries to come here. And you know our long-time entrepreneurs who have weathered all the economic storms over the year to, to persevere to still be here today will be able to take advantage of that. Not to mention the uh, you know, jobs it will create. 
in the community. Now, as a deputy mayor, so I'll keep switching your hats for you, but as, as a deputy mayor, you must be looking at this saying, scratching your head saying, how are we going to do all this? <laughs> Where's the housing and, you know, and the schools? And with, with development will certainly come uh, yeah. to the different challenges that we right. have. You know, you, you mentioned a good one there that time. The work that's taking place here right now, take, for example, the uh, West Street Rose project with the concrete gravity structure being con constructed. That's prepared to ramp up now, and people are looking for places to stay, yeah. and they don't exist here. Right. Yeah. And that's also creating a, you know, a spin in that uh, affordable housing is becoming an issue here. So it does present its challenges, mm -hmm. and it creates us to have different conversations that we're used to having, and involve different agencies, support groups, mm -hmm. to try and see how we can uh, get beyond those types of social challenges that are yeah, going to come with, uh, with development. But there's one thing that I've noticed, and everybody that I've talked to, uh, they are identifying it now early that socially we've got to be on side with this yeah. thing as well as economically both have to grow together yeah. right that's impressive well you know and that that's an important part of the planning of all this is to be prepared for those challenges that are going mm -hmm. forward and we have good stakeholders within the community that are bringing these issues forward and making sure it's in the uh, you know direct line of vision of all the people who are making the decisions and being active with the uh, ensuring the development goes ahead now, as a small business owner running the ambulance service in the town, I mean, it must be exciting for you as well to see all of this uh, explode around you. Explode might not be the right term, but to grow around you, right? Well, you know, with development comes comes prosperity, comes good things for the community. And, you know, uh, we, we look at uh, things like the Wellness Center. That's been a long time coming here. Now it's starting to fall in place and in line all at the same time that this is happening. So we're hoping that those types of things will attract and uh, promote the prosperity that that should come with, with development. And I would argue that, I mean, there's many jewels in this crown, but one of the jewels in this crown is certainly the port itself. Mm -hmm. As you say, the Americans came here for a reason. Yeah. All those reasons still exist today. As a chairman or chairperson of the board here for the port, uh, you must see incredible, incredible opportunities. Incredible opportunities, uh, you know, uh, our, our theme is where um, potential launches opportunity and it's, that's, you know, there's so much potential here that's now creating the opportunity between our ice free harbor, uh, the, the deep water port, the, the land that we have here to develop. So all those things now, there, there's so much potential and it's exciting to see all these and, and to be able to diversify the port. Mm -hmm. uh, diversification is going to be a key thing. I mean, you've listed off uh, a number of items there with the, the green energy and the offshore continuing and uh, aquaculture and so yeah. on, providing us the opportunity to, you know, diversify, expand the portfolio here, and make it known that, you know, our can hosts just about any type of industry. And I love the way everybody's thinking, Wayne. Like, when, you know, we've spoken to some folks here about, you know, well, let's, let's say, let's assume we're going to put these wind turbines up, and let's assume we're going to, you know, put an electrolyzer down here and convert that into hydrogen and send that off to Europe to be sold. But what are we doing with that waste product, that warm water coming out? And somebody said, well, that's a great opportunity for aquaculture yep. to grow or, or whatever. Everybody is looking at all the pieces of the puzzle. Is that 
what's happening at the board table? That's sort of what's happening here. You know, yep. uh, we're getting all kinds of great ideas coming forward to the board table for discussion, and it's creating great excitement there. And like you said, one opportunity is creating another opportunity, and the the, 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 the chain is just going like that, right? So it's how long have you been on the board? You see, you're the chairperson now, but how long have you been on the board in totality? I'm in my. I must have. This is well, four years, this, uh, five years this time around, and uh, I had uh, a previous four besides that, so nine, ten years. Yeah, so so uh, a decade on the board. Did you, when you first started, did you ever think that you'd be where you are right now with this kind of look on the horizon? It's, you know, there's been a lot of many years that the Port of Argentia has been striving to attract opportunities here. And you know, it's it's uh, you work at things for so long, and then you get it to a certain point, and uh, it's not going to be what what one thought it was. But now we're in the position, I think. I mean, you can see the activity happening. These these projects now have are happening, and it creates a different feeling for you. That uh, you know, you always when an idea comes to the table, that's not something that you're used to seeing. It's a new concept. Right. It creates that you know, scratch your head, is this really going to be what it's being laid out to be? But when you have the opportunity to actually see the work starting and the, the players here at the table and things are moving along so well, it, uh, it gives you a, a great sense that, you know, these are happening. These projects are going to happen. The Chief Operating Officer, uh, we spoke at length with him earlier today, and he really uh, passed on a great deal of respect for those that had come before him to keep Argentia in the conversation, yeah. to keep them relevant in the conversation because everybody here knew that something good something good is going to happen yeah. here. But that effort to keep in the conversation when so many would have just, oh, we're well, done. Back in, uh, in 1994 when the uh, American base closed and the Argentia Management Authority uh, I believe that was the second name the corporate organization was given, now the Port of Argentia. Uh, you know, we're given the mandate to develop this site for the economic development of the region. And, you know, people have worked hard on that for the last, since 1994, to make that happen. And there's been great success here over the years, and we're just seeing that continue to build. And you mentioned about staff. We have great staff here that are, you know, out seeking out the opportunities, doing the evaluation on it, and bringing it to the board for presentation. And hey, this is a good project, and I think we should, uh, we, we, sh we should endorse it and move on, and we're seeing that so often. Wayne, you must feel proud, a decade's service to, to the port, when you when you you know reflect, you deserve to be proud. I'm proud of you for what you've done. What what's your feeling on you know here you are now and stuff's actually happening? Well, when you go out in the community and you know people are talking about the positive things that are happening, and not only you know in the local community, but you go out to provincial events, even national events, and the, the buzz in the in the room is about Argentia. That gives you a great sense of accomplishment, really, that uh, you know, you, you've contributed to ensuring that the organization meets the mandate. Give you an example, when we were into the Energy NL conference uh, last spring, it's around the time that Pattern Energy announced their uh, option to lease land here, and uh, 
big announcement on the floor. I mean, it was a, it was a very positive vibe, and it made you feel good that you were part of the Port of Argentia. You were from that that uh, regional province, and just to be able to look back and uh, you know feel that the province is watching you and that good things are, are going to happen. Well, it's funny, you know, Alan and I are here because we, we sat with Scott back at the Construction Association uh, conference in yep. October. And I tell you, we got a sense of how important this area is. But it's really a pleasure to sit with the chair of the board, uh, despite my lack of communication with you. You finally showed up. But I appreciate that. I really, really appreciate the leadership you've shown for this province. You know, we're trying to get the word out there because there's some young people that tend to be on various social media and not get a sense of how important this province really is and the economic activity. You guys have shown incredible leadership, and you know what? I'm going to shake your hand and say thanks for that. Well done. And you know, I have a great board of directors here. We have a diverse uh, population. They're all members of the local community. That's one of the requirements to be on our board. But to bring so many different viewpoints and experiences to the table, uh, it makes for a very good functioning yeah. board, and it's all part of the success we're having here. Well, uh, that's what deep roots in a community and a dedication to your community and a dedication to serving others before yourself looks like. What a wonderful interview this has been. I really appreciate your time and uh, keep up the great work. I, I can't wait to come back here in 15 years and see what this place has become. 15. We're back uh, in a couple of weeks. We're back in a couple of weeks. <laughs> come back in a couple of weeks and see more construction. <laughs> Pleasure. Thanks Thank very much. Thank you for tuning in to Gale Force Winds. That's Gale Force Winds, W-I-N-S dot com.